0: This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, Episode 189, E3, The Electronic Entertainment Expo, 2016. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens Podcast.
1: Strangers. (laughs) To boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien?
2: The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, on Earth.
0: Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard
1: versus Captain Kirk i forgot The very first thing that God did so is was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast.
0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about imagination, faith, fantasy, and science fiction. And, uh, I am your host, one of your hosts, Evan David. Uh, enigmatic Evan. It's my new my new handle, my new moniker that I'm going with for the next few episodes. Um, and I am not alone. I am joined with at least one of our regular co-hosts. His name is...
1: Steve McDonald, your ghost host.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm kind of scared now.
1: Well, you were an en- 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 enigmatic. I figured I'd do something...
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> that works. Okay. okay. And then we have Ben. Ben is gone. Ben is not here. He is actually uh, working camp for the past two weeks, so he's not with us. But we do have a guest host, and Steve, you know him better than I do. So why don't you give him the introduction?
1: Well, this is my this is this is a great friend of mine. Um, the first time we ever met each other was at his wedding, which I was a part of. So it was kind of cool for him to even invite me to a wedding where we haven't even seen each other um and it was also uh during that trip was the first time I ever got to to meet in person the, you know the one and only Ben Avery uh so it served that dual purpose it's one of those you know things that always stuck in my mind as this nice little slice of really cool stuff and uh, he's a slice of cool stuff himself he's been on the show before we've talked video games uh before uh so this is sort of him returning and um, maybe, maybe a, a recurring role. Who knows? Um, but this is Lucas Timmerman. Uh, some people call him Dana. I don't. I don't know why I don't, but I guess lots of people do. But anyway, how do you prefer to be called?
2: It doesn't matter to me.
1: All right. So we're gonna, we're going to call you. It doesn't matter to me.
2: <laughs> Sounds <Sweet>. great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yes. Yeah, well, good so-
1: to have you. Good to have you back on the show.
2: Yes, welcome
1: welcome back
0: I actually have listened to that episode at least at least one of the ones you were on before where you guys talked about video games yeah so that was good and uh, yeah that's why we've asked him back for this time because we are talking about more video games uh, this uh, we're recording on June 15th and for those of you who aren't in the loop in this sort of uh, this sort of circle the past three or four days has been the e3 video game conference and i'm quickly looking up what e3 stands for because i forgot oh yes it's the electronic entertainment expo so it's out in california and what they do is they it's their big announcement thing they hold it once a year and they announce all the new technology that's coming out the new video game systems and of course the new games that they're launching or teasing uh, for all the different developers and things like that, so it's the biggest, uh, the biggest deal in video games, and it was all this past week. And so, uh, I thought, hey, that'd be a fun episode to do, especially since Ben is gone at uh, at camp. It'd be a, it's a good time to do it. So, it's me, Steve, Lucas. We're going to be talking about the Electronic Entertainment Expo, and what that means is we're going to go through and we're going to any any game or anything that was related to science fiction, fantasy, or Christianity, uh, we're going to just pick out and maybe talk about a little bit. And, uh, oh, before we get started, I just want to mention that uh, I have received word from Ben, our fearless leader, that his computer is having some troubles. Um, And it's quite possibly some spiritual warfare going on. But, basically, the gist is we had an episode recorded. It's our X-Men Apocalypse episode, and it may or may not be recoverable. So there is a lost episode out there, somewhere in the void. Wow. And it, yes, and it may or may not reappear in the next couple weeks. We just don't know at this point. So we could hope. Yeah. If an episode appears in your feed and it's the X Men Apocalypse episode, and we're talking about stuff that's like old, or rementioning, <laughs> <laughs> or re-mentioning stuff that's already been mentioned, yeah, it's it's that's why.
1: Then you'll be blessed. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, well, let's let's jump in here. E3 conference. Now, Steve, I, I, it's been a while since that video game episode. What's are you? Are you much of a gamer?
1: I'm not. I watch my kids play, but other than that, I don't. It's it's just not a way that I experience fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's it's just I, I don't. I, I it's it's. It's hard, and especially because I don't play very often at all, I don't get like simple things. You know, like I, I was playing one. It was this was like 15 years ago. Um, someone gave me one for my my uh, my wedding, and I'm I'm trying to play through it because at least I can do that. You know, and it's like how come you can move with these stones but you can't move those stones? <laughs> it's just you know that type of a thing.
0: All right, and Lucas, how about you?
2: Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, games for a while I mean, uh, I started with the old Atari So uh, uh, I've been kind of off and on I, I did cover video games as a journalist for a few years When I was at Infuse uh, Magazine Nice. Uh, then again at the Taylor Echo I've actually been to E3 I was there um, a couple years ago as a guest of BioWare So that was really fun Oh, awesome uh, In person so
1: He was there when uh, it was yeah. only E2
2: it was only E2 I mean, you know, a long time ago <laughs> no, I mean,
1: yeah. I remember when it was only E1 and a half so, oh wow, I go, I go a back long that far, but...
2: uh, that's, that's dinosaur age. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. The E actually stood for the dinosaur.
2: Uh, I thought it stood for extinct dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I
1: couldn't think that fast. It's too late at night. So I haven't, I haven't had my five-hour energy yet. So go ahead.
0: Okay, so on a scale, Lucas, on a scale of uh, a casual iPhone game of Angry Birds level of gamer to a scale of you own the chair with the speakers and the built-in keyboard in uh, the virtual reality headset, where where would you fall?
2: Not, not quite the the chair with the built-in headset or VR, <laughs> but uh, uh, I used to be really you know hardcore. Uh, I'm now I, I just you know I'm I'm not casual, but you know I'm definitely kind of in between. Uh, in, in between kind of my levels you know I, I'll punch a game of Overwatch I've been playing that lately but when I have time you know being a dad and a husband and writing and stuff it's, it's hard to find time but when I do find time I do play <laughs> nice I, I'm pretty good I'm pretty good at what I play I love RPGs especially okay. um, uh, I do like RTS games I, I do like the occasional first person shooter depending on, on the game uh, I'm not big on like Call of Duty or anything like that but I do like Halo uh, I've been really really enjoying uh, Overwatch that came out last month it's been fantastic um cool uh, and i play games mainly for story i, lo- I love story i love story and games
0: i think we're going to get along
2: <laughs> awesome
0: <laughs> i would say i i don't know about a casual gamer maybe just the one notch above casual gamer i used to be way yeah. more into it um but yeah same thing now i have a wife and I'm uh two part-time jobs and freelance on the side also so it's really just for recreation at the moment to something to just do to relax and usually it's just an rts or something like that but i used to be i used to get all the the new stuff that came out so um yeah i've I've been into video games for a, a long time it's been a big part of my childhood uh and so there's a lot of great sci-fi fantasy stories to be had, and not just you know this isn't this isn't back in the day where the only story you got from your video game was in the Atari pamphlet that came, you know, with your game.
1: Or the little Atari <laughs> comic books, remember those? Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: Atari and Force. The, there, there are in-depth. Amazing stories and characters and all this stuff that are in these games nowadays, and so we're gonna dive into some of these and and talk about it. So, are you guys ready?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to catch each uh, expo live as it was going out, but I didn't make all of them. But it started on Sunday with the EA Electronic Arts uh, gaming conference and i wrote down a couple that stood out to me the first one that they showed was titanfall the new one it's basically a game where you're a first person shooter and you are in the future and you have these giant mech robots that you can be a part of did you see any of that lucas did you did you catch any of the conferences
2: yes i did yeah and i did see that and uh, i'm really excited about this one uh it actually has a single player campaign this time the first one did not from what i'm told i never played the first one um I like what I saw in the trailer though it, it reminded me a lot of halo one you're stuck on an alien planet you are by yourself it's just a guy in a, a mech a uh, robot that talks to him little little uh, robot companion I guess and uh, you're in a dangerous alien planet look like there's a bunch of nasty creatures there and uh as well as an enemy force and it just seemed like uh it had a, somewhat of a halo one vibe which i i really i really kind of liked it I think it might have something there yeah I uh
0: I really don't care about Titanfall. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, se- it just to me, it seems like it's so similar to Halo. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the game mechanics were cool. They looked cool yeah. anyway, where you're running on walls and you're, like, jumping in the air and your robot catches you and shoves you in its chest. And then you're piloting the robot. That looks sweet, but, I mean, to me, it just seems like a big Halo... It also just seems too similar to me. And I'm already too much invested in Halo and all the characters in there. Yeah. I'd, rather yeah. just, I'd rather just play Halo.
2: Yeah, same here, honestly. <laughs> but the, the story, at least the story, somewhat intrigued me. Um, again, though, the problem with a lot of these first-person shooters, uh, this campaign uh, sometimes doesn't really come out very well. The story isn't very good. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped playing Call of Duty games. I don't play uh, Battlefield, really, uh, or even Battlefront. Uh, the new one that came out, just because the story just isn't there. There's the, the campaign is whatever. Halo actually has good campaigns. I actually enjoy their Halo campaigns. But um, other shooters typically don't have a very good campaign, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Um, I've only played one of the Battlefield games, and it was Battlefield 2 Bad Company.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that had a great story.
2: Oh Yeah, Bad uh, Company, yeah, it's different. <laughs>
0: it was very fun. It was like being a part of the A-team kind of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: Um, <laughs> wow. It, yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> lots of language but if you yeah. can get past that it was it was fun um okay the next game on the list here I now I from what I remember from our the last video game episode we did on the show that I wasn't a part of but I just listened to this game is gonna be the one that you're probably most excited about Lucas mm-hmm. uh, which would be Mass effect andromeda
2: Definitely one of the ones I'm most excited about. Um, they didn't show a lot of the game, but, man, uh, Mass Effect, that series, for the video game series, is just, the story is fantastic. And the first three were great. From what I saw of this, it was just awesome. More awesome stuff. You're, uh, basically, this takes place right before the ending of Mass Effect 3 uh humanity is in this big battle with the reapers for those that remember that not really a spoiler now but um <laughs> and, uh it's been years but anyway uh they send uh just in case they lost they figured well let's have one shot at maybe uh repopulating or maybe expanding out there to save the different races in the milky way galaxy so they got a bunch of people on a gigantic super ship uh, called the ark and they sent it to another galaxy the andronoma Adronoma galaxy and that's basically where you set off you you wake up out of uh cryo sleep and uh, now you're, you're ready to go on a brand new galaxy full of all kinds of danger exploration it reminds me a lot of Star Trek that's the thing I like about it it kind of has a little bit of Star Wars but it really veers more towards Star Trek it's like a Star Trek series and uh, I guess I just I'm, I love Star Trek so uh, I and I get the vibe very much from this one uh, being like Star Trek you're exploring strange new worlds um, seeking out new life going boldly where no man has gone before and I think it's going to be awesome
0: okay i'm just let's i'm just gonna jump around here i was gonna go down this list but no it's okay i think it's good let's just jump around here so um speaking of star trek Mm
2: -hmm.
0: what did you think of the star trek vr did you see that
2: i i did um i see now i'm on the other side with this one Uh, a lot of people are really excited about virtual reality um i am not really that excited i just the thought of having something just sitting on my head um for you know, an hour or whatever it just doesn't seem too enticing to me. I hear it's great. I hear it's fantastic. Have you tried uh, it? I tried a virtual reality set that was at Best Buy. They have a demo there. Okay. I think um, the Rift, I think is what I tried. Oh yeah, the Oculus uh, Rift. Yep. And uh, I it, it just it kinda just I don't know. It was a little disorienting for me. But hey, it, other people are gonna love it and that, that's fine as for me I, I just don't know if I can stand virtual reality. <laughs> I,
0: well, it, okay, forget you guys listening. If you're Star Trek fans, go look this up. It's Star Trek VR. Go watch the YouTube video. They had members of the cast mm-hmm. from several Star Trek series and uh, in the movies try it out, and they all just loved it. And you just saw them having a blast doing it. Um, I, I'm i interested in VR. Just, I, I'm probably not going to buy one. It's so expensive, but. Um, it just seems like there's some cool things you could do story wise to just get oh, yeah. you into. I feel like the movie wise, if they, I'm waiting for the first virtual reality movie to come out because that I think will just be insane. They just yeah. came out. They just came out the first first person perspective movie, right? The uh, what's his what's it what's it called? Oh,
2: I don't know what it's called. But I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, I forget
1: about
0: it. But yeah, if you if you produce that whole movie in In VR, with those sort of cameras, man, that would be that would be crazy. All right. Anyway, back.
1: I I I have enough trouble with regular R. I don't have (laughs) enough VR.
0: (laughs) I think it has some exciting applications, but yeah, it's going to have to. We're going to have to see how it how it fleshes out. Um. Anyway, back to back to Mass Effect BioWare. Um. I've only played. the first Mass Effect, and I only got like. Oh, I, wow. I don't think I get very far in it. So I might have to Yeah, pick you're it back missing up. out.
2: Yeah, the second one is where that series takes off. That second one is just. That second one is maybe one of the very best games ever made. It's just absolutely fantastic.
0: I've played um, Knights of the Old Republic, which is mm-hmm. made by the same people, and yes. that's a Star Wars game, and that was really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they yes. got me with the twist. Somehow, after the. <laughs> After being out for over a decade, I finally played it through, and it still got me with the twists.
2: <laughs> it's a sweet twist. Yes,
0: it's one of the best I've seen. It was so good. Uh, don't want to spoil it, though. All right, and this is a great segue, because we got the next one on the list is Star Wars Battlefront. Now, you said you didn't like the new Battlefront.
2: Uh, no, uh, the new Battlefront... Uh, and this is kind of one of the things I've noticed that's been a shift in this generation of consoles, which is kind of one of the reasons why I've really started to back away from games in some ways. Uh, releasing games that are very bare bones, that are very microtransaction oriented, mm. and and uh, Battlefront is like that. It is it doesn't even have as many features as the first original Battlefront that was least like twelve years ago. Yep. And uh, it's it's lacking maps, it's lacking gameplay modes. There's no. Uh, a galaxy like conquering the galaxy uh there's no uh campaign nothing like that and it just i don't know it's its not worth the 60 dollars purchase and it's why i've kind of stayed away from it now battlefront 2 was mentioned Now, something i am excited about for this is jay uh, jade raymond is on it now jade raymond she worked on the original assassin's creed as well as assassin's creed 2 and mm. uh, the brotherhood she's a legendary game developer uh director and she's uh, very good at what she does and i think she may be able to breathe some new life into the series I'm hoping but um i i would take a little you know a few steps back very hesitant to endorse it but it it might end up being good but the first one was definitely a disappointment to me
0: yeah i w- i was really looking forward to the first one because B- battlefront one and two man that's like all my yeah. teenage years that's what you did you <laughs> yeah. go over to your buddy's house you play battlefront two that <laughs> that and super smash brothers
2: mm-hmm.
0: um so i mean yes it is one of the most beautiful games to look at Yeah, it
2: really
0: is. you'll ever see i mean and if you just want the absolute peak experience of playing with your star wars action figures and living out that you know battle or whatever
2: mm-hmm.
0: you can't do better but you're right i mean there's only four planets to play on um and they're sorely lacking in pretty much everything else you did get to see some they're releasing new maps they're releasing yeah. cloud city they're releasing uh what was it Jabba's Palace and all that so that's something
2: yeah
0: I guess <laughs> so but you're right um, I've played it a couple times one of them was with Ben Avery I brought it over to his house before we uh, before we went and podcasted on uh, Welcome to Level 7 and we played it and I uh, kind of beat him pretty good in front of his kids so
2: <laughs> like you can't get rid of that guy don't
0: don't want to brag or anything but not that he <laughs> plays video games often but no could,
2: could i mention a game though that i thought was really just it surprised me and stunned me when i saw it sure uh detroit become human
0: okay yes so
2: did you have that game did you watch that trailer i did that was incredibly insane and really really innovative i i have really high hopes for that one
0: it looks really cool. I'm very sad about the use of all the F-word. In yes. The game. That's going to be a detractor for me. Yes.
2: yes. But
0: but as far as a game concept and as far as executing that concept, good grief.
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be. And, of course, Steve, I know you, you don't know what we're talking about probably with this one. But yeah, what's, picture, the, what's the concept? Picture a society where you have robots living with humans and you take on the role of essentially a, what a um, a hostage negotiator, yes. And you're a mo- you're a robot, and you're able to examine crime scenes and gather clues and gather evidence. And of course, you're a robot, so you're able. You have sophisticated technology built within you to be able to do all of this. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with situations where the situation they showed in the trailer was a guy, who, uh, another robot who had gone crazy, was on the rooftop, uh, the top of the skyscraper, and had a little girl, she was like eight or nine years old, and had a gun to her head. And was threatening to kill her, and you, your choices will determine how the situation plays out. Whether you wow. save her and you take out him, or you get taken out, or they both die, or you die saving her, all your choices and everything you do, the dialogue choices and consequences that you have, are all going to determine whether or not this little girl lives. And I thought that was very intense. But you're right, the, the profanity is definitely an issue, but um, the just what they're doing with this concept, what you can do, what I'm hoping they do do. Uh, it could be just absolutely fantastic if they play it out right.
0: It's basically fleshing out the idea of a choose-your-own-adventure novel to the ultimate peak of what that idea means and to live that out. (laughs) Um, So it's pretty incredible. (laughs) Now, I didn't see any of the conference for this, but apparently Telltale, who is famous for doing those sort of games, they're doing Mm -hmm. Batman now. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, It looks really good. I've not actually myself played it game, but i've heard nothing but great things about them yeah i know they did back to the future a couple of years ago they did jurassic
0: uh, park also yes
2: jurassic park too that's right and, and i heard they've done nothing but great stuff uh, i think they did uh what was that game of thrones as well um but batman uh yeah batman sounds awesome I, from what i can see what i saw of it it looked really good uh the it's supposed to focus uh, just as much on bruce wayne as it does on batman himself
0: i hope it does well and that they decide to do superman next
2: That'd be awesome. That is my, that is my hope.
0: <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Cause, so, Steve, basically these telltale games with Batman, it's the same exact concept as the as what we just talked about with the Choose Your Own Adventure, mm-hmm. and it's the same sort of game. It's basically, as I understand it, you don't even control any characters and move them anywhere. It's just basically yeah. you watch a movie, and mm-hmm. then it gets to a certain point in the movie, and it'll stop and say, what do you want to say?
2: Oh, okay, yeah. I get it.
0: And then you say yeah. it, and the movie continues with what you, with your choices influencing the, the story. All
2: right. Out, yeah. yeah. it's pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I'll probably get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. So let's move on to the. Uh, I watched like half of the Bethesda game conference, and like, I just do not care one, one bit <laughs> about any of their games. Like they do, they do Fallout, they do Doom. Uh, what wolf
2: castle Wolfenstein did any of those stick out to you Lucas um let's see a couple of their games stuck out to me uh Dishonored 2 uh I love the Dishonored series it's a steampunk fantasy series uh that yeah. that they do really well I, I really enjoy that series I also like Elder Scrolls now I'm not really a big Fallout fan or I don't like Doom at all or Quake or any of the other games but um the Dishonored and, and, and Elder Scrolls are my two favorite and uh, from them and the Dishonored series is really good. Dishonored 2 looks fantastic. It's very steampunkish. Uh, they have two new cities, you're going to new powers, new abilities. It's it's branching off from the first game, and uh, just some of the stuff is just very innovative. As a writer, playing that is just gives me so much inspiration. The first one just fantastic inspiration for writing, and I think I, I had that same vibe coming from the second one. I'm, I'm the story of the first one was pretty good too, so I'm hoping the story will be will continue to be just as good for the second one. Um, another game that stood out, but I. From their conference, I don't like myself because I'm not into horror games. There was a sci-fi horror game called Prey, which is a reboot of a series. It uh, looks like Dead Space or like basically like Alien 1 is basically what I'm thinking. You're stuck on a space station. Uh, you're having some sort of psychological flashbacks, and you're being hunted by aliens. But um, I just, I'm just i not into horror games, so I, I just I can't say much about that. My brother is, but me personally, I never really yeah. <laughs> into
0: Me neither, and I don't like the gore stuff, which is what Doom is all about. And that's there's a lot of gore and stuff in uh, in uh, Fallout.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Yes, that is one area where I think VR is just gonna clean up and excel in is the horror video game genre. Because I mean, yeah, it will.
2: (laughs) No, it will.
0: (laughs) That's it's gonna be way scarier than any haunted house. Just put that thing on your head, and if you like that sort of thing. People can go for that, yeah. I, I will not be participating. No,
2: <laughs> no, <not. laughs>
0: yeah, no way, maybe not. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on to the Microsoft game conference. And Microsoft was one I was really excited about because mm-hmm. uh, I've owned an Xbox 360 since I was maybe like 15 or 16. I saved up and bought it with my own money for my first job. Um, and it was like four hundred dollars when I first was on the shelf. So
1: Yeah, I could I could not get into that. I mean, first of all, I didn't get Xboxes one through three hundred and fifty nine. So getting three sixty didn't seem like a good choice for me.
0: <laughs> I uh I needed an Xbox because Superman Returns the video game was coming out.
1: Oh dear.
0: And oh my goodness, it looked so cool <laughs> and it was the closest thing to flying I thought I'd ever get to to do so i was like i must have it and then i got it and i loved it even though it's a terrible terrible game <laughs> um i still loved it
1: <laughs> um, there's there's not been a good superman video game yet
2: no no unfortunately except, no. except
1: that first one from uh, i think it was activision who did uh
2: the arcade one
1: no, the, the the one for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's all eight bit. I mean, he's he has like a you know like a square head and a rectangular body,
0: and his cape is diagonal pixels.
1: Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Awesome. It's classic.
0: Now, but here's the thing. Okay, one of the worst video games of all time, widely considered is... by the video game community, is That's Superman Sixty Four. Yep. Yeah. I
2: horrible.
0: I played the junk out of that game. Yes. <laughs> I went. Oh, so I bad. Mean, I rented that so much from the video <laughs> store. I because uh. it's Superman, man. I'm biased. I just am, and <laughs> I played that so. I'm like, there's, you can't even play the story mode because it's so horrible. Like it's yeah. it's awful. But yeah. there's a there's a training mode,
2: mm.
0: in the game where you can just go and do whatever you want with this. Little tiny city where you can't see anything because there's all this fog and there's one like car that you can play with. And I played with that car until my eyes (laughs)
2: like,
0: like, I just threw it places, flew it underwater, left it underwater, flew around some more, went back and got it, put it on a building. Just, I should not have had that much fun with that game.
1: Anyway. Sounds like I really missed something. Yeah,
0: no, you didn't. (laughs) Anyway, so Microsoft conference, the first one up was Gears of War. I don't care. No,
2: no, no I've never been a big fan. Uh, it, I mean, it looked cool for people who like that game. The graphics looked awesome and stuff, but I'm just not a, not a big fan of, of the Gear of War series.
0: More language, more excessive mm-hmm. violence. So excessive violence. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, I've, I've got ReCore on here. Do you remember ReCore? I
2: i do it looks pretty cool you just you have these like robot buddies and you keep taking out the little core thing and you stick it into a new ro- robot buddy and he turns into a, a there's what there's a big like gorilla like guy there's a, a little and they help you do these little platforming stunts and stuff it, it looked interesting it was kind of vague in the yeah. trailer but it did look kind of interesting
0: it's kind of like a mario game you yes just jump around and collect stuff and it, to me it just yeah. looked like a, a a bland platformer wasn't really a Interesting. Okay. Now, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this next one, which is Final Fantasy XV.
2: That one, you know, see, I'm a big – the big game that I like the most, of course, are RPGs because that's the one that will actually get me to play a game because I love story. And, you know, Final Fantasy XV, I played the – now, it looks cool. It looks awesome from the trailers and from everything I've seen of the game. Um, I did play the demo, though, a couple months ago. And, uh, man, I lost interest after like 20 minutes, and yeah. that was probably uh, a bad sign. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> if it's going to – maybe it's going to be good for some people. But for me, I just – I couldn't stay interested in the game. I'll, I'll give it a try when reviews come out and see what people are saying about it. But uh, as of right now, I, my interest is really, really low in that game.
0: Do you have a lot of experience with the franchise?
2: I haven't played too much with it. I played Final Fantasy VII, so that tells you how mm-hmm. long. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs>
0: Well, you picked the good one because that's widely regarded as the best one.
2: Yeah, it's a fun one.
0: I have I have an interesting history with that. I uh, somehow in my in growing up, me and my buddies and I guess my sisters also, we got it in our heads that Cloud and Sephiroth, the main protagonist and antagonist for Final Fantasy Seven, um, were the greatest characters of all time. <laughs> like that's that's the greatest hero that's the greatest villain and i think mo- i think mostly it came from playing through kingdom hearts and in kingdom hearts the game you uh sephiroth is a secret boss in that game and he's the main villain from final fantasy 7 and the, he as a secret boss in in uh, kingdom hearts is at least 10 times harder to beat than the actual final boss of the game wow. like you can beat the final boss at level 30 you have to be at least like level 80 to beat Sephiroth. So like, I think that just put him in mythic status for us. So anything final fantasy seven that came out, we just ate it up. Like as soon as the final fantasy seven movie came out in Japan, I had the bootleg copy that day and I watched it. I, and I'm not proud of that. (laughs) Just saying, (laughs) don't go downloading bootleg movies. I was like 14 and stupid. Uh, (laughs) And I had friends in public school with connections. (laughs)
1: <laughs> whoa public yeah. school you gotta yeah. stay away from them and they With got connections
2: they
0: got me the, the DVD but anyway yeah so Final Fantasy 15 the gameplay just did not look good.
2: Mm-mm. It, it didn't play very good to me anyway I playing the demo it just is boring I don't know All
1: right. Uh, oh, by yeah, the- and I, I of course I'm I, I'm of the older school so I, I played the the series that was put out before this one I think it was called Penultimate fantasy Uh, it was before all the uh, the final fantasy stuff
0: happened gotcha gotcha now for those of you who aren't gamers but you maybe want to have a piece of video game stuff in your repertoire as an art connoisseur uh the music of final fantasy oh
2: yeah
0: is just some of the best in all the video games it's it's cinema quality maybe even better at some points it's orchestra quality Mm
2: -hmm. uh
0: so if you want if if you don't want to play the games but you want to have some video game stuff in your life uh, can't go wrong there.
1: Well, I wonder if, uh, if, if Ben, who is a much more of a soundtrack guy than I am, if he's, uh, dug into, you know, video game stuff.
2: Oh yeah. So, there's some good ones. Uh, good, you know, Halo, Halo does good ones. Yes. Uh, Elder Scrolls has some good ones. Um, uh, Mass Effect actually has a really good soundtrack. Dragon Age has had good ones. I, I love sound, you know, Witcher 3 is probably one of my favorite soundtracks. The soundtrack for Witcher 3 is very beautiful. Um, I listen to it as I write. Actually, uh, a lot of uh, inspiration. I, I, I love listening to it.
0: Square Enix, who puts those out, pretty much any game they do
2: mm-hmm. is
0: a. Uh, oh yeah. It's pretty great. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, they had Minecraft, where now you can have aliens in Minecraft and city textures. So that was kind of neat. Um, sci-fi, it counts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. This one is this one is interesting. The Happy Few.
2: I don't think I saw that
0: one. Didn't see this trailer? This is a trailer where it's another one of those dystopian things, but it's not like a post-apocalyptic wasteland. You're in kind of this facility where everybody takes drugs called joy. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: And you know, did you take your joy today? Yes, I took my joy today, and it just keeps you happy and, and productive, right? Mm-hmm. So the trailer is this guy, and everybody's wears a, a a mask that makes them look happy. Mm-hmm. And so every and so the, the trailer is this guy. He doesn't take his joy, and you know the this lady or his wife or whatever is like, come in and, and play with this pinata, you know, for your birthday. And you so you walk through and you haven't taken your joy, and suddenly you start to notice like. Everything's kind of in disarray instead of being the happy perfect you know world you thought you were in everything's kind of like a little bit disarray you like you look and you see somebody abusing their kid oh. um, and then as soon as they see you you know they're all happy again they're like, oh hey how you doing And I think maybe if you were on your joy pill you wouldn't have seen that and then yeah. you go you go in and everybody's you know hitting the pinata and stuff. And they're like, here, you hit the piñata. And so you start hitting it, and the piñata breaks open. And when it breaks open, because you didn't take your joy, you realize it's not a piñata. It's a it's a dead animal, and they're eating it raw. Oh.
2: And so Ooh.
0: suddenly you're realizing, wait a second, nothing is what it seems like. And then they realize, wait a second, you didn't take your joy. You're a downer. And then they all start trying to kill you. Oh, so, or capture you or, or make you take your joy or something. And so you have to run away. And so it just seems it's really interesting concept. It seems kinda like uh sort of like the giver. Yeah, are you familiar with the giver, anybody? Old sci fi anyway. Um
1: <laughs> the trilogy, it's a like a nineteen nineties.
0: Yeah, I guess. They, so. they made a
1: movie out of the first book, I believe. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was very it seemed very reminiscent of that. Okay.
0: Um Okay, anyway, the next one was uh, Tekken 7. Have you played Tekken or any fighting games, Lucas? What is that
1: sound that keeps happening? It sounds like someone's drawing a sword or something. (laughs) Did did anyone hear that?
2: Oh, I'm fighting ninjas. (laughs) He's fighting ninjas right now. I don't know. I didn't hear it, but um... hey, cool. All
1: right, keep moving on. Onward (laughs) and
2: upward. Let's see, oh, uh, fighting games, yes. Uh, I played quite a few. Um, I got through playing, was uh, Street Fighter 5 that came out recently. Uh, that's one of those bare bones games. It was kind of a disappointment. Um, but yeah, a Tekken Seven looks awesome. That is probably the best fighting system of any game, uh, any fighting game. Uh, it's it's a really really good, robust uh, fighting system. I didn't see too much of the trailers for the seventh one. I've seen a little tiny bit of it, but. Um, from what I know, that series is legendary, and I played a few of the older ones, so uh, I imagine it was good. I, I, did it look good in this new trailer?
0: It, well, the new trailer didn't really show much. Uh, it just okay. showed it showed that they're going to have a Street Fighter crossover. Oh, and cool. if you, uh, Street Fighter is one of the most prolific fighting games and yes. one of the most famous, and so it's kind of a if you're a fighting game dude, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, So that was pretty cool. Uh, Let's talk about another fighting game real quick. Did you see the trailer for Injustice
2: 2? I did, and I'm both excited and not excited about it. So (laughs) uh, it's kind of a cross. I love the comic book series. It was fantastic, by the way, for the Injustice, the first game. Great series. Very brutal story at the beginning. Oh yeah. So uh, okay, but...
0: let's so let's go over it for listeners if they are not familiar. In Injustice <laughs> is a fighting game that is set in the DC universe. It's made by the same people who do Mortal Kombat. And it is maybe one of the best DC video games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, not counting I mean dc video games if you're just looking for a batman video game obviously the batman arkham games are untouchable but uh as far as a a dc game man it is really good the story in this game is what we've all been wanting from the dc cinematic universe but for some reason they can only do it right in a video game um i mean you can go see you can go watch all the cutscenes on youtube like a movie and it is just as entertaining, if not more so, if you're a DC fan, as the Avengers film. Wow, um, yeah. it is it is great, and they take a they take a story that's kind of been done before, but they do it in a way that is just spectacular, and uh, I don't think it's spoiling it to say. Because it happens at the very beginning, that uh, it's it's in an alternate universe where Superman has gone rogue and taken over the world, and our Justice League has to go over and set things right.
2: Can can I explain why that happens, or is that be too spoilerish?
0: Oh, I think. Uh...
2: Spoilers. Spoilers.
0: Okay, it's 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 a main plot point, and it is really compelling. So go ahead. It's
2: it's it's very compelling. Uh, it's and it's brutal. But Joker essentially uh, uses a gas on Superman, and uh, well, I'll just go right. This is the main plot point that happens. It's, it's a gas that tricks uh, deceives Superman into thinking he's fighting Doomsday, and he oh, okay. hits Doomsday as hard as he can, knocks him into orbit. Right. Only to find out that wasn't Doomsday. That was his pregnant wife Lois Lane, and and it it just sends him to a psychological shock, and he just has a emotional breakdown. And you know what he's you know he's done. He's done messing around with villains. He's done. He, he partially blames Batman for not taking out taking out Joker in the first place. And the very beginning, he he ends up killing Joker. Yep. And then Superman kind of then takes over the world and says this is going to be a new world order of justice. And I'm I'm gonna be the judge. Is basically what happens. Wow. And uh, very intense opening, but the storyline is, uh, it's just it's really well done too. It's not like just throw a bunch of violence on the page. It's it's very well done. It's a good story. It's it's fantastic. It really is really good.
0: Yeah, and it's. Yeah. They explore some great stuff with Superman's character, with Batman's yes. character.
2: Oh
0: yeah. Um and there don't worry, there is good Superman in here, real Superman yes. from, from the main yes. continuity, he's in mm-hmm. here and he he's stays true blue. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good. It's very good. And um, Lois
1: Lane does come back from orbit, yes. And yeah. everything's happy in the end.
0: No. I mean but
1: everyone's wearing bunny ears and... it's
0: a <laughs> it's a parallel universe, Lois Lane, so Oh, so it doesn't count.
2: I don't, Yeah, well,
0: it doesn't make it any better, but... It doesn't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, so the, the sequel is coming out, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess they're continuing with the story. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're only setting it now in that parallel universe, and they're not incorporating uh, main main universe people anymore.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard, and uh, the other rumor is, this is a rumor right now, the other rumor is at the very near the end, middle point of the game, you find out there's another new villain, and a lot of people are speculating that new villain is Brainiac, that's going to come on the scene. Not 100% true or confirmed yet, but it is a, a big rumor. Um, but yeah, the game looks, it looks great, I mean, the, the graphics look awesome, uh, I imagine the is still going to be just as great as it was the first one. Uh, I love the new supers, the transitions and stuff, all look fantastic. Um, yeah.
0: It looks it looks pretty epic, just like the last one was. I mean, it's it's all you could ask for in a in a DC Comics fighting game.
2: Uh, the the big difference in this one is you now have gear, so you can put a bunch of different kinds of customizable armor onto your superhero now. Um, so that that was interesting, and I guess the armor gives you different types of powers that can increase your powers, increase your abilities, and stuff. Um, that would be my only covet of uh, uh, my my only worry really, uh, just because it, it makes it sound like we might get some microtransactions with the next game, maybe some loot boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's going to be true or not, but it definitely looks like it's going down that road. Other than that, though, the game did look great. Uh, I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. I just, the story of the first game was good enough to warrant a purchase of the second.
0: Cool. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna speed things up here a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's all right. Um, so this is the bonus round. No, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna skip around a little bit more. Um, okay, so Sea of Thieves. Did you I, see that?
2: I, I have seen trailers before. I did not see the new one. Uh, it is it is made by Rare. I I love Rare. Some of my favorite games back in the day when I was in in high school were made by Rare. So I'm really excited about it.
0: I. I want to play this game so bad. <laughs> um, cool. So basically what you can do is you're a pirate, mm-hmm. and you're on an island, and you can team up with your friends and just do whatever. <laughs> like there's no – I mean I guess there's going to be objectives, but mm-hmm. you want to get on a pirate ship, you go get on a pirate ship. You have to go and manually let down the sails, and somebody's got to be on the crow's nest, and somebody's got to be on the – the the helm and somebody's got to be on the cannon and you go and you sail and you can go shoot down other ships you can go discover buried treasure you can uh, you can have a pirate ship battle and your ship can sink or get a hole in it and you have to go plug up the holes and if you don't plug up the holes your ship's capsizing and you're stuck in your lifeboat and you got to go find another ship yeah. and so it's basically it's like almost as true to life a pirate game. As you can get. So yeah, it's, it looks fun. Wow. I mean, so if you've had a dream of being a pirate... <laughs> Who hasn't? This is your chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, look, it looks pretty fun.
1: Is it rated R? <laughs> ah, <all right. laughs>
0: okay, and this is one I'm really excited about. This next one is Halo Wars 2.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: Yes. So...
0: Halo, for those of you it's got a great story. It's a great mm-hmm. sci-fi epic. Um Classic. and it uh, it's worth checking out. It's a first person shooter game where you play as the Master Chief who's basically Captain America in a spacesuit. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Um <laughs> basically.
0: except he's a lot more oh he's 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 if Captain America and Clint Eastwood combined and yes. decided to wear a space suit. Yeah, that's that's basically who he is. That's and, that's, and uh you're playing as him in the main games, but in Halo Wars, it's a, a real-time strategy game where you are the general over top of this massive battlefield and you control the armies mm-hmm. that go off. And this this game is super fun. Usually they only make these for computers uh, on your on your desktop because of just the, the things that are entailed in playing. It's easier with a mouse. But Halo Wars... Uh, was able to really nail it for a console where you could play it on your TV with a um, controller. And this game is one of the few video games my wife will play with me. And she's really, really good. So we may have to invest in the second one. It's very
2: fun. Nice.
0: All right, next one up here is... We already already talked about Star Trek VR. Uh, Let's go with... Horizon Zero Dawn This was a big one Mm. this year Everybody was talking about it What did you think Uh, Before you get the fuss let me explain it a little bit Basically you are a uh, You're on an alien planet uh, But you grew up there and you're like a tribal person And the planet That you're on is inhabited By giant Mechanized animals So there's no Organic animals There's just a bunch of like dinosaurs and zoids (laughs) everywhere and you can like go ride them and fight them and stuff and you're like a you're a tribal girl and you go do that so what do you think
2: i i loved it in fact well the story is kind of cool um it actually does take place on earth oh it does but it's a post um it's like something happened to humanity you don't know what happened there's still skyscrapers there's cities that are just barren And no one knows what happened to—they call them the Old Ones. uh, So us right now would be called the Old Ones. Hmm. And this one girl, she doesn't know where she came from. She's in a tribe, but she keeps asking questions, and the questions are dangerous. She wants to know what happened to the Old Ones. And so that's gotten the attention of some people that want to kill her, too. On top of that, she's in this world that has been taken over by robotic dinosaurs. just doesn't make any sense, right? It looks cool. But uh, so she goes on a quest out in this world to find out what happened to humanity, where these robots came from, and um, basically where she's from. So it it has a very interesting premise. Uh, And the more I hear about the game and I've seen it, the more interested I get. I'm like, wow, that's that's they can go places with that. So I'm really hoping for some good stuff from it. Um, I enjoy the gameplay; looks really enjoyable. The, uh, the, you, can't, you can't be a robot T-Rex. I mean, that's just awesome. <laughs> be a robot dragon, or a robot dragon versus a robot T-Rex. But you um, no, it's just really, really cool stuff. A really cool premise. I, I like the idea. Uh, I think it's going to be something pretty special.
0: Cool. Uh, we had a surprise brand new Spider-Man game announced. Yes. So when I was growing up, Spider-Man 2 was where it was at. Yes. They... <laughs> they had it digitally for the first time recreated the entire island of Manhattan in this video game. And you could, you could swing around and go anywhere as Spider-Man in and, <laughs> and fight crime. And it was awesome. So what are your thoughts on this one?
2: Uh, it's made by Insomniac. These are the guys who made uh, ratchet and clank, Jack and Daxter. O oh, drive. I mean, these are very high intense action games. Uh, they know what they're doing when it comes to very high intense action. And that's Spider-Man. I mean, As long as they can nail the comedy uh, of his little, uh, you know, his witty humor and his uh, sarcasm uh, and add that with their action, I think they they have a a home run. They did say this game will not be based on the movie. Uh, They actually have a bunch of Marvel writers that are there with them pinning this. This is going to be just set in the Spider Man universe. It's going to be set with Spider Man stories, and it's not going to really be influenced by the movie at all. Great. Uh, Just going to be straight up Spider Man. So I'm actually really excited about that one.
0: Now, one thing that did cause some controversy that people aren't liking is they've changed his costume. Yes. And now he has a big giant white spider covering most of his chest and his back.
2: So He, he does, but I'm sure there'll be skins where you can get a different costume Spider-Man suit if you don't like it, I, I, I imagine anyway. Yeah. I just don't know why they would do that. I don't know either. <laughs> it is kind of weird. It's
1: just another way to market him. Uh, yes. uh, I guess so. More action figures.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true.
0: All right. I want to touch on Nintendo real quick. So yeah. all these other developers come to the table with like six, seven, eight, nine, ten games and innovations to show off. Nintendo comes with only two. Mm-hmm. No, three. And that's all they need. That's because they need. because one of them
2: mm-hmm.
0: is the most anticipated game of this entire conference. Uh,
2: is my number one game of the conference.
0: <laughs> Which is Legend of Zelda... the new
2: one yes (laughs) is that what it's called It's breath of the wild but yeah it's wow
0: (laughs) it looks incredible and it's such a break from form from all the other zelda games Mm
2: -hmm.
0: now i'm praying through it because obviously (laughs) zelda has got magic in it and we all know how i feel about magic uh but it's
1: at the episode. So it's all good now. Right.
0: Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just, did, I have you know,
1: Did you know that the legend of Zelda was actually, uh, it, as originally envisioned was, uh, in a, in a Christian, had, had Christian themes to it. Overt Christian themes.
0: I believe it. He started off with a cross shield and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm thinking about it it i have an overwhelming desire to play this game <laughs> i'm like just take all my money nintendo because man this looks incredible it's completely free roaming usually you have a linear story but you can do whatever you want you can like you can as soon as you wake up and start the game you can go fight the final boss if you want
2: yeah
0: wow. um you're probably not gonna win <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> but you could try. Yeah, of <laughs> sad if you did. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, I think I think what's cool deep. is also you, you're sitting there. You have a stamina bar now as you're climbing a, a mountain, mm-hmm. and you need to find a place to rest. Otherwise, you'll just fall because you, you'll run out of energy and strength, and you'll you'll fall. Uh, your weapons break down. Your clothes break down. So you got to be making your clothes, cooking meals out in the wilderness, uh, different things like that. Just it, it has a kind of a a big world feel, like a Skyrim, but um, it's still very Zelda very very Zelda and it just yeah it looks incredible the art style is just really unique I love yeah. the art style it just it, it, gives me...
0: it looks like a Miyazaki movie uh, yeah <laughs> in a video game which is always nice Um, mm-hmm. let's see okay now one thing I wanted to talk to you about is watching this I mean it just seems like you obviously you're in a post-apocalyptic Hyrule or something because everything is covered in moss and old and abandoned um, and for the first time ever, we have technology, which I'm psyched about because maybe that means less magic, hooray! Um,
1: well, what do you mean by technology? I mean, you know, a a a, a like
0: like you haven't you literally have an iPad. Okay. That
1: <laughs> like Link has an iPad.
0: Yeah. That he <laughs> looks like he got from aliens, and you can do stuff with it. And there's uh, DNA scans and computer voices talking to you, so that's kind of cool. Um, but it's still very Zelda-y somehow. Mm-hmm. And well, and Zelda's had aliens before. If you've played Majora's Mask, there have been aliens. Um, they try to steal all the sheep, and you have to try to you have to try to kill them. And it was very hard, very difficult level. Um, but yeah, okay. So this is what I want to ask you. Since it seems so barren, uh, I mean. What are you saving? Like, are you saving people? Are you just saving a bunch of trees?
2: Well, they, like, there are villages in the game. There will be people, but they said that they can't show it yet because it would spoil the story. Okay. And so I was like, well, that's very interesting. It's very mysterious. Just just seeing the village would spoil. Would, would be a, ba- a big spoiler for the story. I'm like, okay. There's, I, there, there's a bunch of them, so I don't know.
0: Because I want to see me some Gorons and some Zora people. And I want to see the great Deku tree. He better be there. Mm. And uh, I'm going to need to see Castletown. And I'm going to need to be able to shoot stuff at an archering range for rupees. Um, I don't know if any of that's going to happen. But man, that's that's like quintessential Zelda right there.
2: <laughs> so
0: hopefully they have it in there. It just seemed like you're the only human being. in the game which i don't think is going to happen but just from what they showed okay and then next up is uh pokemon go did you see this uh
2: i did not see it at the conference however my uh two of my stepbrothers have the beta version so they've been playing it the last week so i have seen uh exactly what it is i've seen it in beta uh they love it they are all about it um they it gets them out of the house and it just they go out. The, oh, let me explain what it is. Basically, um, it's a uh, it's a Pokemon game. You it uses Google Maps, so Nintendo uses Google Maps, and then it uses real world locations. Like for instance, the church down the street that it will send kids to. So kids have to go to that church, and as they walk into it or to that location, whatever it is, they either find a Pokemon there or on the on their mobile phone that they're carrying around with them or they find more Pokeballs they can go collect more Pokemon, and they're collecting Pokemon, and they trade Pokemon with each other. And there's, there's this big old thing. I personally am not that into Pokemon or anything like that, but uh, these guys definitely are, and it definitely has – it's a big hit with kids uh, who are in the beta. They, they're absolutely loving it. So, um, yeah.
0: Basically, in the original Pokemon games, you're on your Game Boy, you go around, and you just wander around the earth, and you stumble upon Pokemon, and you catch them, and you train them. And now with this game, you can do that for real. Yeah. You go down the street and you just ran on your walk with your wife and child, and you run mm-hmm. into a Pokemon, and you're like, "Oh, let's yeah. stop for a second while I catch this thing." And oh, then you, okay. yeah, and you do. They're just randomly scattered, and it's really cool because they base which Pokemon are where based on location. So if you're mm-hmm. near the beach, you're gonna encounter lots of water Pokemon. If you're in the desert, mm-hmm. you're gonna Get a bunch of rock Pokemon.
1: How many people are going to be in the desert playing this game? Do you think
0: there will be people? <laughs> there will be people. Um, <laughs> there will be people. <laughs> um, but when I'm watching, I'm watching the trailer for this thing. I had just watched it before we started this podcast, and I'm just thinking to myself, if I was 10 years old, oh yeah, I would have given my left arm yes for this thing.
2: Like it, it, it gets you out of the house too. It's it's fun. You're you're exploring everywhere. I mean, it's it's cool. I'm so allergic.
1: So you can't catch any like in your in your room or your mom's basement. You probably could.
2: You probably could. <laughs> but you only catch like one. You, you, have to, you really have to get outside and yeah. You and, have to go places. You really have to go places.
0: Um, which is awesome because I'm allergic to the outside, so I try to spend as little time there as possible. <laughs> but uh, I'm getting this, and I'm going outside. <laughs> um, and it's it's my wife will probably like that. <laughs> get it, out it, of the house. One last thing I wanted to touch on before we wrap up and then we can if I missed anything we can go back. Um, I can't remember what this game is called and I can I, I don't know if it was at the conference. It's that procedural space exploration game.
2: Oh, No Man's Sky.
1: Yes. Yeah. I've actually taken a look at like not actual gameplay but like still screens and stuff i mean this is mm-hmm. it's the artwork is you know based on the the, the stuff you would have seen in, in the you know novels on the covers of novels mm-hmm. back in the 60s 70s and mm-hmm. 80s so it looks fantastic
2: oh it looks fantastic it looks amazing it got delayed i think until maybe the end of summer i think okay it's supposed to come out this month but the game looks it just if it lives up to uh its potential it's fantastic it's amazing i guess the the computer uh generates more and more planets to make a bigger and bigger galaxy yeah so you're just constantly billions. Planets. oh dude it's awesome <laughs> so
0: in in other words you will never beat this game no because <laughs> it yeah, goes just goes on for infinity you wouldn't Forever. want
2: to you wouldn't want to no no
0: <laughs> and you can and you go around and if you discover a new planet that like so it's okay. all shared it's all in the cloud everybody's playing in the same universe who's playing yes. this game and if you discover a new planet that nobody's ever been before you get to name it Mm-hmm. Or if you discover a new species, you get to name it, because these mm-hmm. planets are populated with creatures and all that. And it's just, it's so
2: cool.
0: If you wanted to be a astronaut, or a even like a Star Trek person, this is it.
1: A Star Trek person. This is actually a classification of person. I think so. <laughs> I mean, like a Starfleet
0: officer or something. And <laughs> you know, you you can't go do that. You can't go be an astronaut. I mean, you can, but it's going to take you years and years and forever. And only like three people get to do it, and so th- this is this is the closest as you're gonna get probably before you die.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean they might invent a game that's even better than this, but and put you in virtual reality and plug into your spine eventually, and so you can yeah. feel everything. But right now, this is, this is it. Um, and so I mean it's this is just cool for people who enjoy science fiction and fantasy. And if you have the, if you have some extra time or if you have some extra money uh, and you want to go and experience this stuff and it's, it's almost make your dream come true. Um, It's just awesome that God has blessed us to live in an age where this is possible. I, I saw a meme on the internet the other day and you know, it's like, it's, it's based on evolution. It says, you know, the earth has been around for 4 billion years and you just so happen to be born at the time when Star Wars exists. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, count your blessings. <laughs> and so yeah, I can, I, I get the sentiment. It's it's we live in a, an embarrassment of riches and blessing in the time we're at in the in the country we're in, and uh, it's just it's just awesome. Anything else you would like to uh, to talk about before we close up shop here?
2: Well, uh, one thing that was – well, there's a couple of cool things uh, E3 unveiled, especially about the Xbox. Um, the Play Anywhere I thought was really cool. Um, basically, now when you – in the near future, when you buy a game either for the PC or the Xbox One, I guess you, you just buy it buy it once and it plays on both, Windows 10 and on the Xbox One. And uh, they're going to be cross-platform play. So people who are on PC now can play with people on the Xbox One. And yeah. I thought that's pretty cool. Actually, that's that's really a linking people up. And um, there, I guess keyboard and a mouse uh, functions are coming to the Xbox One, uh, so people can they can keep up with the uh, PC players, and it kind of brings people together. I think that was kind of cool.
0: That is cool. And like I've I've noticed that I've got some guys in my uh, youth group who play Minecraft, mm-hmm. and I've got Minecraft on the Xbox, and I can't you know I can't play with them because it's not uh, it's not cross compatible, so that's a really cool, mm-hmm. really cool feature now that that we will be able to do that.
2: Um, the only other game I could think of that we didn't touch would probably be uh, God of War. I don't know if you want to talk about that real quick.
0: Oh yeah, we can talk about that. I uh, I'm not a big fan of God of War. It's also super violent and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, this new iteration, uh, it looks pretty
2: deep. Yeah, the story uh, it's they're really making story being front and center. You have, uh, I know I see, I didn't play the first three. So you like what you just said, that's the reason why they were very gory. Uh, the story wasn't really that big of a deal. You had this guy basically go crazy on, I guess on the quote unquote Greek gods and went through all of them and, and eliminated them all. Um, but the, this new story, this new, almost like a reboot, not really a reboot, but it's, it takes place uh, after God of War three. And you have this guy named, um, it's Kratos. Kratos. And he, Kratos, and he has a son, and his son in this game is going to be teaching your, the main character to become more human, because he's forgotten what it really is to be human. He's just so he's so hard, and he still has some of the anger. He's still letting it go a bit, and uh, you know he's become so powerful and everything. But now he's, hey, you're you're a dad now, man. So uh, wake up to it. And then there's going to be the Norse mythology. They're going through that mythology bracket now, uh, and so. I think there's some cool stuff there. I I am worried though about, and I've noticed this, especially this next generation of consoles. There's been a lot more curse words in games. (laughs) They've been uh, really flooding the games with that. I just, I played uncharted, um, last month and man, it just seemed like they were just dropping random curse words just out of nowhere. And like, they were like it's just totally unnecessary. And you know? like, why? I'm thinking... And, uh, and anyway, so um, I'm. Everywhere, you know, it's, it's everywhere. It's true.
1: It's in movies more more. I mean, even in you know TV, the the Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Well, the, oh, yeah. the Jessica Jones series were very much like that, and even mm-hmm. like mainstream stuff. Now they'll they'll intentionally have swear words in there, but they'll bleep them out. I mean, it, it's all yeah. Uh, but they won't like just say a different word or something. They'll just bleep it.
0: Well, you know what's interesting is I think it was called uh, God of Rock or something. Mm-hmm. It was years ago, and it was uh, a Jack Black. He played the, the main character, and he gets sucked into the world of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the most like vile, gory, dark, magic-y, curse wordy games. But at the very beginning, he's like, hey, if you don't want to hear cursing, just hit this button. And it'll take all the curse words out of the whole game. <laughs> like, if that game can have that feature, why, why in the world can't we have that in all of them?
2: Yeah. You know? Oh, seriously. Like Nintendo used to, with the original Mortal Kombat, if you got that on the Nintendo system, you had a button that turned off fatalities and blood. So you didn't have, have any blood or gut score and no fatalities. The game was just a straight up fighting game. Yeah. Uh, and, th-
0: and then there's Turok, where you have the option to change the color of the blood.
2: <laughs> yes so yes. many blood
0: options to choose from <laughs>
2: wow. yeah you know that, that plus i don't know how gory this is i i, I really avoid gory games i just don't i don't want to see it <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, me too. but so god of war is like I, I like what i saw in the trailer and i think there's potential for a really good story there uh, i wonder how it's going to play out if they're going to go down the route of the previous games or if they're going to kind of go a different different way make it more story heavy and uh, more emotional more impactful that would be good that was a problem with uncharted though i had uncharted 4 it it actually had a story there but um not just the profanity but you had this body count of people who were being killed throughout the game as you're sort of like an indiana jones only you're more of a treasure hunter than an archaeologist and you just wow you just killed 200 mercenaries and uh, you're like, why did I kill all those people? And there's no, there's no impact to the character, and that took me completely out of the story. I was like, whoa, dude, there's there's no impact. What? You just killed all those people. That's gonna affect you, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I wonder if that's gonna be, is it gonna impact his son? Because it, it seemed to be in the trailer. His son didn't want to kill this deer. I thought it was just fantastic. He he was really struggling with hunting this deer, and he just did not want to kill this deer. You know, it was for food. He he really valued life. I'm like hey that could really impact there's a, there's something there you can have a really good story you can take that to where it could go um and i hope they do and, and there's a potential there but you know i don't i don't know at this point how it's going to play out
0: yeah and you even see like you know the kid finally does with mm-hmm. his dad's help kill the deer
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you can see it affects the kid and and kratos almost you know puts his hand on his shoulder to mm-hmm. comfort him and he's like Now I'm gonna take out the knife and give it back to you now, and so you you can you know even that stuff is cool. You can see that he's struggling with being a father, and you can see as the story progresses, you're you're gonna see some change in him and some great character development. So yeah, interesting. We'll see. (laughs) All right, anything else?
2: That's all for that's all I got. Uh, It was it was a pretty good show. It wasn't bad. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. you say a pretty good show nintendo's presentation their first one was so boring it was so boring
2: oh man
0: and they, they were having some technical difficulties too and man yeah anyway that's not important <laughs> i just couldn't believe it
2: <laughs> well you know i guess well there's the last thing i could touch on is i guess the the biggest announcement at all of E 3 was um the project scorpio that xbox announced oh yes that new system and i, I don't want to talk too much about the new system but the thing that that's con- disconcerting to me or, or concerning to me whatever um is sort of this uh push to turn consoles like playstation like xbox into uh, mobile the, the mobile phone model where you get a new one every couple of years so oh, yeah. I, I, i'm kind of worried about that becoming uh that would definitely end uh me getting any new consoles? If they're gonna do that, like every couple, it gets, it's too expensive. Yep. <laughs> if they're gonna start doing that kind of model, but I am kind of excited to see Project Scorpio. I mean, 4K resolution sounds incredible. Six teraflops. I mean, that's it's like a three thousand dollar computer. So uh, it would be interesting to see uh, how that all works next fall. And uh, I, I'm a big you know Halo geek, so I, I would love to play Halo Six. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, I, we, we'll see. It still works.
0: Here's the thing with that it wouldn't be a problem as much if they just went ahead and made everything backwards compatible. Yes. Because then you could buy, you know, every other system or every third system, maybe. And then you could, you know, go back and catch up on all the games. But Xbox, you know, one is not backwards compatible. You can't go and play your... And I understand they're adding uh, Mm. patches where you can do that now for some games, but
2: still like core tour
0: <laughs> oh yeah like oh well, actually actually i have that on my mac i bought it on the app nice. store so nice. <laughs> not a
2: problem <laughs> uh, that that's all it, it was it, you know for e3s um it probably probably wasn't quite as exciting as last year's but definitely had some good games i think zelda sold the show though absolutely. i just my mind is like zelda I'm, I'm back to it's like classic game and just it looks so good uh everything else kind of pales in comparison to
0: well and i think that's because you know you're you're releasing all this new intellectual property that nobody Mm -hmm. knows anything about and it all kind of bleeds together and looks the same oh another zombie game oh another first person space shooter Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) you know (laughs) come on do something else and uh like even even if you're not doing it in space even if you're not doing it in uh, you know medieval times it's all post-apocalyptic all yes. of it and good grief do something else um, but you know,
2: uh, I think also you know as I've gotten older you know you have kids you have a wife and I've noticed that I've gone back a little bit like Zelda is just that classic, Story as, as a kid. There's there's nothing. No, it's not gonna be graphic. It's not gonna have a bunch of curse words in it. It's gonna have a story. It's gonna be fun to play. I think it's why I've been playing Overwatch so much lately. It's just it's very simple. It's very fun. Uh, it's not gruesome. It's not gory. It's just fun. It's just you can flip it in, uh, put it in your system, uh, boot it up, and have some fun for a while, and shut it off, and it's it's good. And uh, you know I think uh, some of us older gamers are kind of missing that. I think.
0: Yeah, and and for me e3 was always the fun part because you could see which new games are coming out that feature your favorite characters oh it's the next Mm -hmm. chapter in the story what are they doing this time and we did not i mean we got zelda with that and if you're a Mm -hmm. fan of if you're a fan of uh god of war you got kratos and then you got uh gears of war that's about it and man (laughs) yeah everything else is like (laughs) what who is this Oh, it's more Robot Dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another game with Robot Dinosaurs. Three games with Robot Dinosaurs? And yeah. So I'm, I'm still waiting for him to release Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Mac store so I can get it.
2: <laughs> That's a classic.
0: I've, I've been playing that game since I was five years old, and I, I still have not beat it. <laughs> I, I almost beat it on our vacation we took to Hawaii to my, my wife's family's house. And uh, but we had to go before I had a chance to beat it. I got farther than I'd ever gotten before, though. So as soon as they release it, I'm I'm going for it. I'm going for yeah. the
1: goal. I'm I'm still trying to trying to get through uh, E.T. the Extra Terrestrial. <laughs> <sorry, 2600.
2: laughs> Good luck. So it's a tough game. it's <laughs> yeah. a tough game.
1: I I, I turned him into uh, the, the Indiana Jones, but other than that, it's like oh, man. So I mean the, the the older games they're just you know they put all their their love and energy and everything mm-hmm. into it. I mean the the, the storyline is just fantastic. The gameplay is fluid. It's almost 3D graphics. I mean for the almost time. It's, yeah. It's, it's as 3D as you're gonna get. So I mean it's just fantastic. You know uh, three thumbs. I mean how many thumbs do I have? Just you know just think of it.
0: And that's that's one last thing I wanted to say about E3 is that. Um it was kind of overwhelming. Just the sheer amount of artistry. Yes. That goes into every one of these games. I mean, it is like watch it is like it's like seeing 10,000 masterpiece paintings or or you know 30 movies all back to back with all of the all of the work that has gone into these, and it just is overwhelming to me because it's there's so much of this great excellence that's being put into this, and I'm not gonna ever be able to experience it all.
2: <laughs> you know, and also, uh, you know, when I was a journalist covering E3, it was very difficult. I mean, it's a great week, it's a fun week. You got all these cool things coming out, but now you have to write about all this stuff, and it's just really hard to spend a lot of time on any one game. Because you just fly through it so fast, it's hard to get a good analysis of just how good this really is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to ask the right questions, is this game really going to live up to what you're saying it is? Because you don't really have time to think of those questions because you're on to the next game. You know, There's there's uh, 60 of them been unveiled this week, and you have to cover them all, right? So it's it's definitely, um, it's like everything's just kind of thrown at you real fast. Bam, 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 bam. And uh, it, it could definitely be overwhelming. But it's, it's exciting, too. It's, it's pretty cool kind of seeing what some innovators are doing uh, some of the games are very strange. There was that there's one game that was really, really strange, that Death Stranded. Did you see that?
0: Death Stranded, I think I remember.
2: It had it had that um, guy from The Walking Dead was on it?
0: Yes. That, that was, was so
2: weird. Yeah. They don't tell you anything
0: about the game no. except that there's a guy and he's naked. Let's look at his butt. <laughs> For like thirty seconds, <laughs> we just
2: crossed over. And, and into something.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what the whole trailer was. Don't go look it <laughs> up because
2: that's all it is. Man, it was Yikes. weird. It, like it, it literally tells
0: door. you absolutely nothing. Nothing. Not T-L-S- what type what? of the game it is. Not what the story is. Nothing. Nothing. That's classic.
2: There's a baby that turns into whale oil. I don't know. It was weird. It was yeah. the whole thing was strange. It was very strange. But there's there's things like that. You're like it's so hard to keep up with all the stuff that gets thrown at you. But it can be fun, and uh, it can also be, uh, you know, just you got to kind of wait on some of these things to see exactly how they play out. It's kind of hard to, to judge and to gauge where, how good that game's gonna be, you know, uh, six months down the road when actually comes time to to release it. However, with Nintendo, you can pretty much guarantee every Nintendo game is gonna be well made. They they put a lot of love into the games they make and. Yeah, Zell is going to be awesome. From what I've seen at Pokemon Go, that game uh, looks fantastic. I mean, even in the beta phase, it's, it's working really well, and uh, I think I think Nintendo's pretty much a home run on pretty much everything they make.
0: <laughs> I would agree. Um, all right, well, I think that's that's the coverage that we're going to provide you, the listeners. Uh, with about E3. If you have any questions, please send us some feedback. We'd love to hear your thoughts on video games in general or any of these specific video games that we've been talking about. Um, I'll keep all of you guys posted on my status on beating Sonic Hedgehog two. 2.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> whenever that happens, I know you all want to know.
1: The little progress bar. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll do like a live commentary sometime where I'm just playing through it. It'll be like three hours long. You guys will love it. Um... <laughs> So, Lucas, uh, before we go, where can we find you on the internet?
2: Oh, uh, well, uh, you could find me at uh, DLTammerman.com if you'd like to uh, visit my website. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. I believe it's Facebook.com um, slash Writer of th- Things. You can have Writer of Things. All right. Um, and, uh, yeah, right now I'm working on a, a new novel or a couple new novels and a biography. So nice. I do have... And so yeah, you come by, visit, uh, ask me video game questions I, I'd be happy to answer. It's
1: cool. And how many how many novels do you have out right
2: right now? I do have one out right now. it's a it's a sci-fi thriller, uh, Creed forgotten Country, and yes. uh, working on a fantasy novel right now, uh, Grim Awakening. and I uh, have several other books I, I'm really just kind of getting ideas, jotting down and, and working on everything. but yeah, i'm uh, I love writing, so I love hearing from people too. So if anyone wants to message me, it's cool. Awesome.
0: And I know I keep saying one last thing, but seriously, one last thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Any anything uh, re- in regards to uh, Christianity we can take out of uh, this conference besides what we already talked about with uh, you know just living in a blessed time, where we can kind of live out our dreams that we'd never be able to uh, to actually do.
2: Oh man,
0: um, I mean, there's not much because there's lots of gore and and terrible things in a lot of these video games
2: well you know I think I think that that's the thing is the point you can have gore in a game in in but really the issue becomes how is that addressed Mm -hmm. you know if you have murder in a game how is that addressed is that impacting your character is is there a realization in the character that wow you know this person has died they've lost life life is precious you know is, is there in so if that's taking place I really felt Detroit becoming a uh, become human had that ability I'm like wow I really started care even just in the trailer I yes. started caring for that little girl I'm like I want to save that little girl I agree. you know and uh, if if they can go down that route of establishing the morals there and and uh, just doing really good storytelling I mean Jesus is the master storyteller mm-hmm. so uh, just being able to tell stories that impact people that cause people to question, um, you know, that raise up questions that tackle issues, you know, fiction itself, it gives you such an opportunity to tackle issues that you would never tackle nonfiction because you're too afraid to offend somebody. But in fiction, it's kind of like wide open. You can tackle any issue you want. and people are going to go ahead and agree with it, as long as it's good storytelling, they're going to go, go along with it and not be so mad because, Oh, well you got dwarves, you know, you got dwarves and you got elves. Oh, that's cool. And that's cool. Yeah. Tell me whatever you want, you know, because they're, they're open up to it, you know, and, and fiction just has that ability. It, it, captures a person's mind and you're not writing with an agenda you're sitting there and just just letting it flow and as a christian as you're writing it's just going to naturally flow into your story you're going to talk about redemption and salvation and grace and mercy and forgiveness it's just going to flow in there and you don't have to sit there and worry about i've got to make sure i have those themes in there because it's just going to flow naturally and uh there are a lot of christians who make games that are in the gaming industry Um, I saw some of those impacts, uh, the impact of some of that in Mass Effect, some of the series. There's definitely some Christian elements there. Um, We'll see if there's more Christian elements in these games. At this particular conference, I didn't see a lot of uh, Christian elements in any of these games. But then again, I haven't really seen the stories yet. This is pretty much just showing off. Look, all the cool things you can do. Um, It'll come along later to see uh, what kind of stories that uh, come from these games. I'm, I'm interested to see what Horizon has to say zero dawn about humanity yeah um there's a lot that could happen from that but we'll see
0: and i yeah and one one thing you can definitely take away is just through uh like no man's sky legend of zelda Mm. this new one and through Mm. uh even like no horizon is just the absolute beauty of god's creation Mm. and and the beauty of the creative mind that he's given us as human beings in his image to Mm. interpret the creation he's already done in in You know, kind of do our own rendition. Yeah, yeah.
2: In which you know, there's something there. You know, God, God created, created, created everything, and I think He has made us to be creators too ourselves. I mean, we we want to create. We want to create art. We want to create books. We want to create stories. He puts that in us. We want to create things, and I think uh, there's definitely some of that there, absolutely.
0: All right, that truly is the last thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. And uh, any last words, last comment, last phrase you guys want to say?
1: I, I, have, I have a last phrase. All right, Steve. And it, it, you can sort of take it in a Christian sense as well, but it has to do with video games, so it has like that crossover effect there. Okay. Ready? Yep. Ready? Welcome to the next level. Nice. Okay, it's it's from like the the 1980s, but you know, it's still a thing. It's a computer thing. It's a, c- c- video games, right? We're talking about video games, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pitfall and and combat, you know, all the all the classics, right?
0: Lucas, any last words?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was awesome. Um man, you know um, <laughs> my mind's going blank right now, but okay. uh, when well, you, know, uh, you know, my mind's blank. I <laughs> lost it on that one.
0: Uh, I'm just, I'm not gonna try to steal Ben's line this time. I'm gonna go back to my old staple, which is I'm just gonna randomly open this comic book in front of me and read the first line I see. Um, and it's a Sonic the Hedgehog comic book, so it is in line. It is in line with our our uh, topic. So here we go. It's time to celebrate.
2: (laughs) You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David,
1: Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel.
2: We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more.
0: You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com.
1: Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at StrangeAndAlien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens.
0: Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens Hotline. That number is
2: 1-804-37Alien. And once again, thanks for listening.